Hello. Hello. Welcome. Hello. Hello. What are you doing in my house? I've come to fix your uh, media. <laughs> Do we have a set intro? No, I, I, is, it, I, is it hello? What do you want? <laughs> I've come to fix your media. <laughs> sure, that, that's our set intro now. All right, fabulous. That's our intro song. That's not our introduction. <laughs> that's our intro song. Just put a fucking ro- rambling bass line behind it. Yeah. I'll, 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 I'll put like a little cat speed behind it. Yeah. Just a cat yowling at the door. It's just audio fucking cyanide. I can fix it. Turtle question. Can we fix that? <laughs> That's a much better intro. <laughs> Can we fix that? Can well, we? Well, we have a tall we have we ha- we certainly have on our hands a tall task. <laughs> you can't just do that to me in the middle of <laughs> It still gets me. Uh, hello, I am uh, Red the Buskirk. My name is Haley Rose, and we have a guest with us this week. Yeah. <coughs> hello? <clears throat> is this thing on? Yes. Hello? Yes. Hello? Yes. Uh, what do you want? Hi. Uh, first time ca- listener, first time caller. It's <laughs> <laughs> a lot of firsts happening today. Yeah, it's a big day for me. Uh, hi, my name is Blue Lennox. I am uh, here to do a podcast. That's right, gamers. It's red versus blue. We're in it. Let's do it. <sighs> okay, but why does it have to be red versus blue when it could be red and blue gays? Red and blue gays. Are you guys familiar with that trope? No. I am. Because is I that do like it all Steven's the fucking y- time. Is that a Steven's universe? No. Red, are you familiar with the red and blue gays trope? Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say red nose. So it's not, it, Steven Universe is one of the examples, but typically in uh, media, there's like two same gender characters that are coded as being like wearing lots of blue and wearing lots of red. And usually they have like, it's kind of like queer baiting up until yeah. recently when it's actually been gay. So like Ruby and Sapphire and yeah. the characters from Legend of Korra. Yeah. And there's and another there's example. Also, there's also pink and goth is also a... Is oh, a, pink and goth is another one, yeah. Yes. It's uh, Marceline and Bub- Princess Bubblegum. Yeah, Bubble Lead. 
There you go. Sorry, um, I was just commenting on the on the status of my of my water on the stove. What were we talking about? <laughs> Red uh, has a unique skill, which is to disrupt the cognitive capacity of those that they are talking to. And it's remarkable in its its accuracy and power. Yeah, it's really funny because I consider myself a pretty like like on it, like with it person. <laughs> And then I start having a conversation with Red, and they'll just say something like, "Oh, sorry, I was thinking about my my stove water. What what were you? What are you? What are you saying?" And I'll go, "I, I don't know what I was saying. Uh, I evidently <laughs> have never said anything in my life." No, no, get it? Because I said bubbling, like I did. Like oh, I got it. Water on the stove. No, no, we no, we I got, got it. we got it. It just was so. It was arresting. It was an arresting turn of phrase. Yeah, it is was. What it was. Oh, thank you. I'm very proud of my mental EMPs. <laughs> Your ESP EMPs. <laughs> yes. Um, so what, what's on the docket for today, my friend? Uh, today is time to get our c- cauldrons and, and our wands and our lawns? do it. Do it. We're gonna fix Harry Potter. Oh my god, it's so broken. <laughs> How can we do that? It was it's, made by turf. It's like when 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 someone crashes through a window in an action movie, and then you have to gather up the action heroes to pick up each piece of glass and hot glue the window back together. <laughs> That's what uh, Expendables Three is about. That's what the Expendables are. They're the ones that go back and fix the windows that, yeah. that all of the other like action superheroes yeah. break. Mm-hmm. Um. We'll get to the expendables eventually, I'm assuming. But uh, eventually, yeah. all right. Harry Potter, it's very broken. Very, very broken. Fun, made by a turf. Yes. Really interesting world. Yes. Definitely stolen. Yes. Probably um, from Terry Pratchett. <laughs> probably from Terry Pratchett. Horrible representation. Yes. Um, and by horrible representation, it's a uh, Schrodinger's representation. Yeah, it's a Schrodinger's representation it, where there is representation and there also isn't. Well, yes. the the the, rep- the representation that is there is bad representation. Yes. And the representation that isn't there isn't there. Yes. So or is it? Or is it? Because or is it? you know, it's even if it's not there in the books, if J.K. confirmed it on Twitter, then it's there. Right. It's also has a, it's a it's a unique case of having uh, something I like to describe as fluid canon. <laughs> where there's nothing actually set in stone. It's kind of like a paint-by-numbers world where if God, who you can talk to on Twitter and <laughs> definitely hates trans people, says that everybody just pooped in their pants and then it went away, then that's what happens yeah. in the world. Yeah, Pretty much, yeah. She yeah, did yeah. say that, by the way. For those of you that are confused, uh, she did once say that wizards don't use toilets, they just wet themselves and then whisk magic it, away it away with magic. Yeah. Yeah. She also she also confirmed that Draco Malfoy didn't actually have have a wand. Uh, the merchant just gave him a, a cheese stick and was expecting him to laugh along and, and, and ask for his real wand, but then he just thought it was his real wand and he just walked away with it. <laughs> Wait, did she really confirm that? 
I mean, it's better listen, than the stuff she's actually confirmed. Because, <laughs> like, I don't know at that point, right? Like, this is the level of ineptitude we have we've come to deal with when dealing with J.K. Rowling because it's not, that's not something I would be like, no, she would never. Like, there's nothing sh- she would never. No, yeah. We got to pissing your pants, so, like... We got to Hufflepuff masturbation sessions. Yeah, right? Like, what more? When I saw that, I thought it was an edit, but it's fucking real. No, it's fucking real. Wait, what is that? Oh, the Hufflepuff masturbation orgies? You didn't hear about that? No. The Hufflepuffs have regular masturbation sessions because Hogwarts has bad sex ed. You make the school... You make the school. You can just make them have good sex ed. You don't have to have a you don't have to say something about that. What the fuck? Do they look at each other? Wait. I don't I don't know the details, but yeah, she basically said that uh, they have frequent sessions where they all masturbate and get high together because the school has bad sex ed, so they have to teach each other, otherwise they're never going to learn. So, and also, that's why the Hufflepuffs live near the kitchen, because they smoke a lot of weed, apparently. Yes. But Wizard weed, or just, like, marijuana? I don't know. Like, special magic high juice weed, or, like, marijuana, like, re- what regular muggles smoke? I don't know. <laughs> I imagine it's, like, wizard weed. Well, that, oh, Jesus. Oh my god, do you think that Ron's the Ron's brother's their candy store they like also sell magic weed candies <laughs> God, they a hundred percent they sell they have the one, equivalent of like what cbd like oil and gummies are in the muggle world but one for wizards hundred <laughs> percent oh my god canon what if, guaranteed what if what if they just they they actually didn't know about weed until like until until mudbloods started introducing them <laughs> So, yeah, they like. Oh yeah, fucking oh, muggles. Wow. That's what they go away for summer vacation and they come back with just like so much weed and they're like, "Y'all, listen, this <laughs> shit is Ron's really good." That's why Ron's dad is so fascinated with Muggle Tech because he he's had a hit of that weed once and he needs to yeah. find more of it. He gotta find more of it, but he's it's not in his world. And then they go to the botanist lady and they're like, "Can we smoke the mandragora?" And she's like, "No, it's a baby." What? Here's the hot take. Uh wizards don't know what drugs are. Hot take. Wizards don't know what drugs are wizards and therefore don't have drugs. aren't cool. <laughs> nerds. Nerds and drugs nerds. All right. So, here we go. First and foremost, before we continue any further into coming up with cool drugs for wizards, which is definitely going to be a massive component of how we fix Harry Potter. Oh, definitely. We have to do, we have to go to our our groundbreaking segment called Auteur Assembly. Well, first of all, I want to say just for a sec, uh, Mm -hmm. I'm a Harry Potter fan. I have been for a really long time. Uh, I... I love Harry Potter actually to the point where um, when I was living in Oklahoma with my roommates, shout out to Marty and Hannah and Kyla and Lissa, if they ever listen to this, but there were four of us in the apartment and we realized slowly over knowing each other during our freshman year that we all were each from one Hogwarts house. And so then when we moved in together our sophomore year, our living room became a common room and we each had a spot on the wall that was like our area and we had like different banners from all four houses hung up. Oh, that's cute. And 
over the door, we had Dumbledore and Hagrid and McGonagall to like bless us on our way out to school every day. And we would like high five Hagrid <laughs> on our way out the door. Nice. Um, it was really fun. It was like, so I like Harry Potter a lot. Um, I don't like who it's made by. And I think the series itself has a lot of problems. Um, mm -hmm. But I like the world. I think the universe is cool. I think there's a lot of cool, there's a lot of potential for stuff to be done in the universe. Mm -hmm. And so that's what I'm excited to explore with both of you today. Is What's your Hogwarts house? My Hogwarts house is Hufflepuff. I am a, I am a Gryffindor. I'm a Slytherin. Oh, look at us. Yes. So yeah, we're... Uh, I I also like Harry Potter. I've never I've never dived into it, but like I've always had a soft spot for it in my heart because truth be told, y'all like it is the saga of our like generation. Right. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, our parents had Star Wars and shit, but we have Harry Potter. Like that is the like you could say Lord of the Rings, but Lord of the Rings is for everybody. Um by everybody, I mean probably mostly white people. There's not a lot of people of color in those movies. Yeah. But um, neither are there in, in Harry Potter. But Harry Potter is... Well, it's a little more diverse, but... Is our generation's, like, Star Wars. So the it's other important. Thing is, like, is the other thing is, like, forgetting the movies, right? If we completely forget that the Harry Potter movies exist, like, the books can be as diverse as you want them to be, mm -hmm. like, because they're, they're mm -hmm. book characters. So, like, you know, Hermione... A lot of people actually draw Hermione as black because she's kind of described that way in the book as like dark skinned and like really dark kind of like curly messy hair mm -hmm. and so like a lot of people are like oh she's a black girl with like really curly natural like big you know like that's kind of the understanding in the like book community but then mm -hmm. the movies came along and we're like three white kids here we go here we go rev up your engines it's time for the white people show director um, chris what... columbus really living up to his name <laughs> yeah right <laughs> wow um, and you know who is going to be their, their enemy? Uh, the enemy of the three white kids is the, an even whiter kid. The whitest <laughs> kid is the bad guy. The whitest so, of them all. No, no. The whitest kid is Draco. But then yeah. his dad, oh. who's even whiter than him, works mm -hmm. for the very whitest man <laughs> who has zero pigment. So like, mm -hmm. it's just, yeah. it's just the, the cater, the, the, the categories go oh, up to whiter. <laughs> so it's just a spooky a spooky Aryan cult. Well, um, we'll, we'll get into... I have yes. some, some grieve, like grievances and some things specifically I want to touch on that might... They're not... It's not going to be heavy, but we are going to talk a little bit about like, yes. you know, prejudice and anti-Semitism and stuff like that. So... Yes. I, get, I guess content warning for that if yes. any of that makes you uncomfy, but... Um, Go ahead and introduce your 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 groundbreaking segment. Yes, well, it's the it's a it's mm -hmm. a it's a it's a defining segment on this show. Um, Absolutely, it's called Auteur Assembly, and basically mm -hmm. what we do, uh, Blue, if you since you're not familiar, um, all of the stuff we come up with is fair game for anybody to use for art or mm. for um, uh, fan fiction mm. or comics or mm -hmm. animations or whatever they want to do. I songs. love that. So anybody can use it, but the stipulation is you have to attribute it to an an auteur that we name now. Okay, mm -hmm. so so we are basically what we're doing is we are creating a grassroots movement to encourage people to ghostwrite, I guess. Well, to to create content 
all under the same pseudonym. For so in the, in the in the future, historians will look back and be like, "Wow, this was a very prolific person who wrote a lot of Harry Potter fan fiction <laughs> and was really good at like every kind of art that exists." Actually, I just Is made that... it up to make fun of auteur theory, but that works too. Oh, okay, got it. I, <laughs> you know, I'm I'm into I'm into meta gaming here, so I like the idea of like creating this universe where like we are all there's like 200 of us all working under the same name to proliferate this uh so this base of of art and literature so for example um the uh the name we came up for the auteur for the last episode red do you remember that one? Oh, i remember that one our last yeah. episode we talked about how we would fix danny phantom mm-hmm. and the auteur for that for that uh new show is named Jazzy Schlafantum. <laughs> Jazzy Schlafantum. Okay. Yeah. I'm into that. Mm-hmm. So this one, it can be whatever we want it to be, mm-hmm. but um, something adjacent to the universe, maybe. Maybe I, some a I, dig it. I do hmm? think it would also be kind of fun if we came up with like a little bit of backstory for our tier yes. too, not just a name. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Give them a reason for what they're doing. Yeah. So I think our author should be someone who emerged from the sewers one day, fully formed in battle armor. Like (laughs) Athena, but from the trash hole, which is actually better than emerging from Zeus, all things considered. Yeah, a a trash hole of a god anyway. Mm -hmm. Um, And this person was emerged onto this earth with one singular goal in mind, Mm -hmm. and that is to undermine the entirety of J.K. Rowling's legacy. Uh, We have a, a, a samurai pizza cat ninja turtle battle armor Athena situation emerging from- I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Say that again? Samurai pizza cat ninja turtle Athena sort of situation emerging fully formed from the sewers and battle armor with a singular purpose to undermine J.K. Rowling's legacy. Yes. Um, They're obviously pro-trans, pro-gay, pro-everything that J.K. Rowling stands against. Black Lives Matter. Black Lives Matter. They're all for it. Mm -hmm. So- Communism. Yes. Yes. Um- so so okay, and they're also they subscribe to Snapcube on on YouTube. So they definitely do. <laughs> so their favorite dub is the Sly Cooper one. Oh, oh fuck yeah! Hell yeah! That's the dark horse candidate. You are you are you're running after Haley's heart with that one. Speaking my language. So <laughs> the name of this person. Mm-hmm. Now it's a fantasy title, so it's got to be like your J.R.R. Tolkien. You're George R. R. Martin. You're J.K. Rowling. So we gotta have an initials name and then a silly, silly white what if people name. We reverse it, like how it's J.K. Rowling, but then for this person, it's name initial initial. Oh, that's fun. Okay. So yeah, there's J.K. The, they're... can also stand for just kidding. What's another? What's a synonym for just kidding? I'm jo- d- joking. Deadly serious. DC. DS. Deadly serious. <laughs> Joe King. Yes. Joe King. Joe, Joe King. Joe King. It's a shame you said name then initials because my first instinct was to say LB Toblerone. <laughs> LB Toblerone is very good, is the thing. What about what about Alby Toblerone? Just like... Alby Toblerone. <laughs> Alby Toblerone. Wait. Alby Toblerone, no, Toblerone is, very powerful. is all initials. 
That's a, a lot of initials, and everyone's like, what the fuck does that stand <laughs> They're for? They're the best fantasy writer. The more initials they have, the more yeah. fantasy it is. So, okay. I, I love this. I also want to make, somehow incorporate a, um, what's it called? What's it called when you mix letters up and make a new word out of the same letters? Oh, it's a palindrome, I think? Yeah. No, palindrome no. is when it's the same An- front Anagram? Anagram. That's it. A bananagram. Um, I want to make mm-hmm. a bananagram out of Rowling. So, um, because of the I am Lord Voldemort nonsense. Right. That's so, true. I think it's, it should be. <laughs> Hang on, <laughs> I, got, I got this. R-W-L-I-N. Now, Lurg. Now, Lurg. Now, Lurg? All now right. Lurg. So, it's now, Lurg. And then T O B L E R O N E. Yes. <laughs> Nellerg Wool- Toblerone. Woolring. Nellerg. You got you you got Woolring as well. Wool Woolring. Nellerg. Nellerg. Woolring. T O B L E R O N E. Yes. All right. Perfect. So it's it's Nellerg. What was the second one? Woolring. Yeah. Neller. Nellerg. Woolring. Toblerone. All right, and I'm going to type this out so we don't forget it at the end. Please. Okay, and uh, can I also can Jesus. I also establish something about about Nowling? Was it Wolfric? Wolring. Wolring. It's W O R L I N G. Nowling. Wolring. Toblero. <laughs> okay, so one thing what that. What a landmine of a name. <laughs> Nowling. Wolr. Roaring. Toblerone. Um, I, I am I am a hundred percent convinced. N W Toblerone. We'll just have to shorten it. N W Toblerone is really fun. N W Toblerone. N W Toblerone. So uh, I I I'd like to I'd like to imagine that our our good friend N W Toblerone um just has like a really fucking rad detailed ass tattoo of like a mermaid sitting on a rock on their back. Yeah, absolutely. And the mermaid's smoking weed. Yes. Seaweed. Perfect. Yes. <laughs> oh, Woolring. Okay, thank you. Woolring, yeah. Yes. Okay, Nowlerg, so Woolring Toblerone. Nowling? <laughs> N.W. Toblerone. Nowling Woolring Toblerone. N.W. Yes. Toblerone. It's Nowlig. Now, now, nor, nor, Norwals. <laughs> puppy. Tobblesmith. Neverwinter so, Toblerone. N.W. Toblerone is what we call them. N.W. Mm-hmm. Toblerone. For well, because sure. it's little known fact that J.K. stands for Janisquis Kinglerg. <laughs> Rowling, and so she thought that was a bit of a mouthful. Janice Quis Kinglerg Toblerone is not her real name. <laughs> I'm losing my mind. Okay. Well, see, right. here's a here's a fun fact. J.K. Rowling started going by that specifically because um, her publishers were worried that boys wouldn't want to buy a book with a girl as the author, so mm. she did that. So I think that Nowling Wolring Toblerone is Jesus. <laughs> very open about their name specifically to make sure that everyone understands that they are a being of pure chaos. Pure and utter chaos, as is indicated by the fact that they their favorite dub is the Sly Cooper dub. 
Yes. Can that, we all that, be that in agreement? That giveaway right there. Can we all be in agreement that that uh, N.W. Toblerone is definitely non-binary? Yes, absolutely. Yes, definitely. They're, they, yes, they are a being of pure chaos. We love right. them. We love them. All right. Yes. So now we have N.W. Toblerone as our author. So mm-hmm. here are, uh, would you like to go over the rules, Ren? Sure. So we have a set of rules just to make sure that things don't go a li- a too buck wild. Mm-hmm. And also, you know, because limitations breed ingenuity, all that fun stuff. So the first rule is we have to use what's already there in the canon Mm-hmm. No adding anything. So um, basically, if you imagine everything that makes up Harry Potter, like the characters, the locations, the spells as pieces in a Lego set, you can make new things with the set, but you can't like make new Legos. That being said, if, okay. if you know of something that's like an unused story draft or a concept or something that never made it into publish... That can also be used because it's just like an unused Lego in a set. And in this case, also the entirety of J.K. Rowling's forbidden Twitter. Yes. Okay, so so what you're saying is like, I can invent new spells and new characters or new relationships between characters or new potential subjects to study in school, but I can't invent another dark evil force that's besides Voldemort. <laughs> yeah, and you, and we can't have like Hogwarts 2. Okay, got it. That that makes sense. Just just wanted to clarify to for myself. Hogwarts. Okay, right, we're going uh, on to the forbidden second rule zone. Is that it has to be for the same audience. So, okay. in this case, it's for I'd say like 10 to 12-year-olds. That's not yeah. right. YA kids. Yeah. yeah. YA kids. So, we I'd say at most like 14-15, but even then yeah. That's that's pushing it. Although books do have a little more leniency than like movies and shows do. Uh, oh yeah, no, that's true. I mean, I know I know twenty yeah. somethings that still enjoy Harry Potter, but like the yeah. writing itself is designed to be understood by like elementary middle school kids. Yeah. I, I doubt we'll ever have the issue of it being too babyish. We do have to make sure that it's not too inappropriate. Right. Yes. All right. Uh so unfortunately, mm-hmm. we're not allowed to do things like what the author does Mm -hmm. so like the author understands that she's a child's focused audience and yet she still comes up with the hufflepuff masturbation sessions so i think we can can we expunge things from canon yes that's that's basically the same as just not using legos you know good perfect yeah we'll just throw those i really like this metaphor i'm very into it we'll throw those legos in in the the garbage garbage. dunk them those are garbage legos Garbage Legos for trash babies. Those are Legos you step on and you're like, owie, and then you put them in the trash hole. Otherwise known as my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Which is where N.W. Tubler emerged from. <laughs> okay, third rule. It has to have the same general premise and genre. We can do like a little bit of bending here and there if we want. Right, but, but it's not going to be set in space now. Yeah, it can't be Harry Potter in space. Got it. That's unfortunate, um, but I, I'm here for it. And the fourth rule, and the most important rule, uh, find a way to make it gay. Oh, I mean, that was a that was a given, right? Like that. Oh, was absolutely. A... I mean, it. How can we make it better without making right. it gay? You know. <laughs> yeah. Right. I don't know. That's how just to, to make sure yeah, we exactly. got all our bases covered. You know. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. All right so, if you don't mind, I would like to start from a very 
obvious and probably particularly unfunny place. Yes, go for it. Um, But I would like to start with, you know, before we get into the nitty gritty of like, you know, because we're definitely going to make it gay and change up some other things. Um, But I'd like to start with some obvious things like uh, how the uh, story very clearly covers a lot, uh, talks a lot about prejudices and, you know, talks a lot about how we shouldn't judge others. Yet, for some reason, the goblins that run the bank are hook-nosed, greedy, uh, and have uh, fairy canon-like, typically Jewish stereotypes. Mm -hmm. Uh, And that's kind of problematic. Not kind of. It's extremely problematic. It's incredibly problematic, J.K. Rowling. Why did you do that, J.K. Rowling? Because J.K. Rowling is an anti-Semite. Moving on. So I would like to change that, first of all. Honestly, yes. I would like to change it so that there isn't any bank and that this is set in like a communist universe where everybody kind of like lives but in we, the populace. The bank, but the bank is there. And it's I important think. to the story, I guess, because you got to have it. And whatever. Harry has to have his like fortune he left to him. He has to have his family's money, whatever. I think wizard so. bankers would be fun anyway. Why did rallying string herself down with Jewish stereotypes when we can have the the fun of a character who has all of these magical abilities and they use it specifically for banking. Yeah, right? I would love for it to be like, I would love for like the banker to be like this bumbling fool-esque character who Mm. like continues to misplace like all of his paperwork and Mm -hmm. keys and like can't find where stuff is supposed to be and people are like, hey, I need my money and he's like, I have it over in, it's in the vault, I promise. I just don't know where the key to the vault is, but I'll find it. Mm -hmm. I promise. Just wait. I think I left it in my shoe. I have to go get it. I'll be right back. Nemo and like I feel wearing like, his shoes. Exactly. And I feel like that would be so much more interesting and fun than like the alternative. I, I agree a hundred percent. That's very good. Okay. Um what's let me think what else. Oh Can uh, I other hold on, one more obvious thing. Mm-hmm. Harry should never have been a fucking police officer. Agreed. He should have been a teacher. He should Maybe have gone could, back like, to be a teacher and at Hogwarts. And then realize there's something wrong with it. But like him ending as a as a luminary, I, I don't know about that. Yeah, no, he never should have been an R. Like after everything, especially what all the canon that they established in the um, Dumbledore's army and the fact that he was like teaching people, he should yeah. have gone back to Hogwarts and become a teacher, specifically also, a defense against the dark arts teacher. Like he's the one that defeated Voldemort. Oh, yeah. better to be a defense against the dark arts teacher. Is yeah. the guy who defeated the dark arts. Like, hello. Can we also discuss the the among other representations, the the housing representation in this uh series is very bad because we follow three Gryffindors and their Gryffindor adventure to defeat Slytherin. Um mm-hmm. And Hermione, I think, would be much more comfortable being sorted into Ravenclaw. And oh, no. You're, now you're just being stereotypical. No, I'm just saying I would rather yeah, Hermione have seen- Hermione should be a Hufflepuff. Okay, well, I, I I think Ron should definitely be a Hufflepuff for sure. Ron should be a Ravenclaw. <clears throat> Flip I the think... switch, baby. Oh, yeah. No, but I just think like it would be really- It would be a much more fun adventure if we got to see inside the- the houses of the other, like yeah. the other common rooms. Cause like, it's not like their Gryffindors are banned from entering the Hufflepuff 
dormitory. Or they should just have friends that are in other houses. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, or like, yeah, if yeah. they are all Gryffindors, maybe Neville can be a Hufflepuff or something. I don't know. Like, add some other characters that don't either immediately die or mean nothing. Well, it's or spontaneously change races. Well, and it's really funny because like fucking. J.K. Rowling says that Hufflepuff is her favorite house, and there's literally one main Hufflepuff character, and he <laughs> dies. Yeah, yep. until until Cedric Diggory, until uh, Fantastic Beasts, and we get Newt Scamander, who is a, an absolute darling. He's an absolute good boy, and I love him. But uh, I would like to say also some of the the names in this are just bad. <laughs> yeah, they're just bad. I mean, we have we have Werewolf Cho Chang. Yeah, Werewolf McWerewolfson, Cho Chang, <laughs> who just why uh the Sheamus O'Finnegan, Sheamus Finnegan, what is his name? Yeah, I got it right. Just it, Irish McIrishson. Irish McIrishson. I'm you know. very Irish. Did you get it? Did Oh, Jerry's that same very Irish. Yeah. I just can, can we be a little more creative with names? Also, yes. Biggest change I'd like to make. Yes. Personally, more French people. Personally, I think Harry should have been a female protagonist. Mm. Yes. And here's Harry why. Harry starts as a male protagonist, but she ends as a female protagonist. Oh, oh shit. shit. Yes. Trans wizards living in magic land. Cast Trans a spell. Wizards. You gotta make the potion. So then you get, but then you mess it up. And then you got the drama from messing up the potion. And then you get, become a, a big a hair boy. And you're like, oh no. Oh my God. Well, but then that adds a whole nother layer of Talk like. about dysphoria and wizarding. And yeah. Polyjuice yeah. potions. And 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 answer the question every trans girl has ever had about every trans person has ever had about polyjuice potions, which is, do that work though? And also, just like there are canon cat girls. Yes. In the I'm thinking about it, I just the polyjuice yes. potion awakened something in me when I was younger, but well, but there are there are also um, thinking about like Tonks. Mm -hmm. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Mm -hmm. Who like Tonks who can kind of shift her appearance at will. Like, I don't know if that's like, so, I know for her, I'm pretty sure that's like a genetic like thing she was born with, right? Yeah. Her mm -hmm. hair can just like change colors. Well, but also her face. Like she yeah. can change her everything at will. Yeah. And so like, I wonder if that's like something that she could like, if there's like a spell for that or something that she could like teach or like, I don't know if that's like, you know, that could be like a cute, you know what I mean? Like yeah. Harry meets Tonks and is like, oh my God, I want what you have. Something yeah. new. <laughs> Something I would like more magical races in the school. Yes, yes less please. humans and less slavery. Yeah, How less slavery. Zero zero slavery. slavery? If, if, yeah. If, if possible, if possible, absolutely zero, zero slavery. slavery please. And I think just like remove the house elves entirely because that was yes. just a load of shit. That's Can we hire? Also, like the house elves, I was like, that ain't elves. That's like goblins. Yeah, they're they are like goblins. They're not really uh, elves. elves. Are like regal, beautiful, timeless or creatures. They're like Keebler elves or, or Santa tiny, Claus yeah. elves, and they're like little tiny. We cute should things. have tiny little Keebler elves be students. That'd be so Hello. cool. Or oh, and they live in the walls. They live in the walls, and they have their own house. They're like they, they have like their borrowers. own special like section of the dorms, and that's how they get around without people stepping on them. And yes. they have their own classes, and there's a teacher who's an elf. Well, they can. They we don't want to. They can come no, to they, like. They attend Regular. normal classes, but there's no, like a special little classes, section for them. And also the the Oh my the, god, the someone has they have like a Keebler elf wizard. as like their teacher and like all of the all of yeah. the like 
human-sized people have to like squeeze into this tiny room. Yes, that's what I'm saying. The large-sized students have like little little viewports into the small little classroom where yeah. all the Keebler elves are, are. But then the Keebler elves also come out into the big classroom, and they have a special zone that's like for them that's up off the ground so that they can see. And so everybody's getting a little bit of everything. I also what what are the what are the names of when they can just change into an animal whenever? Uh, oh, uh, it's it's transfiguration, I think. No, that's a spell. Um, or that's a that's a that's McGonagall's field of study. Yeah. It's like transmutation, but they have a special name. Yeah. Oh, uh, I w- why did I want to say anamorphs? That's <laughs> anamorphs. I mean, anamorphs is, what is, it's called is now. the ultimate name. Is the thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what is it called? Oh, apparently McGonagall was one. Yes, you can turn into a no, cat. No, 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 no. Uh, was hold a hat on, stall. Hold on. I saw. Uh, she's a Scottish. Okay, oh, she's Animagus. a half blood. Animagus. Animagus. You. I was close. I think that Animorph. Animagus should just be a fantasy race. Yeah. Hell yes. And people can be half Animagus, and they can only turn into like nya cat girl anime uwu. Yes. Yeah, yes, absolutely. And I think Ron should be one, and he turns into a rat. Yeah, he turns into a rat boy. He's a rat boy. Oh, okay, McGonagall's, rat boy. McGonagall's dad was a muggle Presbyterian minister. Neat. Which I think is fun. Yeah. Wait, so then would Harry... No, Harry's not not Animagus, because Sirius no, is her godfather. We need yeah. a name for Harry when she transitions, yeah. too. Well, I don't want it to be I mean, like the typical... Harriet... No. And that's what I'm I was just about to say. I don't want to do the typical thing that like people do when they write trans narratives where they're like their name was was fucking George and now it's Georgia. Like no trans person, nobody I know ever has done that. What if it's now bear with me here. What if it's Ebony partially is a reference to the fic, but also after Sirius Black? Oh wait, that's cute as fuck. Wait, though. you cut out. Uh, what if? What if it was what? Ebony, partially as Aww. a reference to my immortal, but also in, after Sirius Black. That's, that's very cute, cute as fuck. I like Ebony a lot. That's very cute. All right, wonderful. Yes. <laughs> this is great. This is a Sirius wonderful. Sirius Black was done dirty. Damn it! Absolutely. Oh my god! Fuck yeah. Also, can we have more like found family? Yes, more found family. So much but found also family. More good father figures that don't like die. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yes. Also, no redemption for Snape. No redemption for Snape. He's an asshole and I hate him. <laughs> yes. N- no Snape Dentions. No Snape Dentions. Uh, no Snape Dentions. He, he also, just died. wait, but, but, or if no Snape Dentions, no need for Snape Dentions, make Snape not bad. Like, make Snape, like, pissy. And Slytherin-y and like self-interested, but not like abusive and predatory. Um, right? Like, why is Snape mad at a eleven-year-old for something that his father did? Yeah, like yeah. he can be pissy and like a, or, a strict or like, teacher, or like sad about the fact that like he, he and Lily didn't love. work out. Yeah. You know what I mean? But don't take it out on Harry. Like, instead, lift Harry up and like be a mentor to him. Yeah, I do. And love then like how- and. No, sorry, sorry, finish. No, and then we have the actual reason for the the epilogue of uh, the the Deathly Hollows, where Harry says to his son, and the son is like, 
uh, oh God, I wish I, I don't want to be a Slytherin. And then Harry's like, oh, but the, some of the best Slytherins and best people I've ever known were Slytherins. Uh, and then like the guy like, who tried to kill me because he wanted to fuck my mom. And I named you after him because then that would make sense <laughs> if like he actually was a mentor. And then he like he then there's the twist and he kills Dumbledore still spoilers. And yes. like we then it's like, oh, no, maybe he is bad. What the fuck happened? And then you find out he had to do it to protect the Ebony. And then we're all like freaked out by that whole thing. And it's good. to Gah. We could have done it better, J.K. We could have... N.W. Toblerone is actively fixing it right now. Yes. Uh, like I was going to say, I do love how the first Harry Potter book is... It's almost like a whodunit with like a... And Snape is like a huge red herring. <laughs> and so the whole book, the whole ending is like, no, look, Snape was actually looking out for Harry this whole time. He's not a bad guy. But then by the end of the series... I'm just kidding. He's actually a bad guy. <laughs> he was actually a bad guy this whole time, and you he was, were right. He was very, nope. he was very bad, and he was bad guy. Uh, but he feel bad, bad for him, please. Time. But also, he's a good guy. Be, yes. be nice to. But him. also, he's a good guy. Um. <laughs> uh, I'd like to talk about. It's occurring to me now, like just how many like things are wrong <laughs> with this series of <laughs> yeah, like. It's a. It's an impossibly. Uh, a broken narrative. Yeah. Right, well, how about how about we try to tackle this like piece by piece? Then. Okay. Well, here. So I, another thing, really quick. Yes, we'll yes. we'll get to that. Um, yes. But another thing, I don't think. I feel like, you know, the wizarding world, mm -hmm. the school has to know what Harry's home life was like. Definitely. And yeah. It's, it's after what up that happened. They were like, hey, this kid was in a fucking cupboard. Right, like let's, let's let him just stay here. Well, but yeah, but after what happened with Tom Riddle and the fact that he mm -hmm. took his child, the reason he turned evil was because of his terrible childhood. Yeah. There should have been some kind of like system in place for like kids living in the Muggle world who come from terror, or even wizard kids that just come from terrible homes. Let him run, God damn it! That, yeah, that's seriously. what I thought every single fucking time. Hey, that, here's that a fucking Harry idea. Visited Why the does Weasleys he have to go home? I don't understand. And they were so here's cool a... to him. I was every time I was just screaming, just let Harry fucking let live him with go Ron. to Ron's Here house. Thank is a you. wild idea. What if instead of Harry becoming an Auror and Auror being uh, like wizard cops, what if instead? Aurors are people who like go search for uh, wizards, like mudbloods, who are living in the in the human community, and they're being abused. And they come and they're like oh. social workers, and they put them in foster homes with wizards. Oh. And maybe that's why. Maybe that is why the Weasleys are such a big family because it's not actually all like identical they're redhead like, kids. They're like they're, a, it's foster a foster family. Home. It's a foster home, and Harry goes and lives with them. Also, wouldn't it just be more interesting if Harry starts out living with the Dursleys, but then for the rest of the series, you see her experience like living in this magical world and it gradually becoming like normal for her? Mm hmm. Yeah. That'd be way more interesting anyway. Stop putting, stop putting her back in the cupboard, you monster. Yeah, it's absolutely <laughs> with bars on her for poor windows. Also, also her being in the cupboard, that's 
a whole thing Narrative. about her being in the closet. Yep. Like, mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. once she mm-hmm. once she gets out of the Dursley house and starts being able to be at wizarding school and living with the Weasleys and all that, then she starts coming into her own. And then we can have a whole thing with Draco where it's not like the wizarding community at large isn't transphobic, but maybe the like pure blood wizards are. And that's why Draco's shitty to her because then now we have a better narrative where the the issue is not, oh, I need to get approval from society. It's, oh, there's this one person who has power in this school and whose name carries weight and Mm -hmm. they're being really mean to me and there's no recourse that can happen. And then then it becomes like an institutional problem. Yes. And like the fact that like it explores the, the way that individuals with privilege exploit institutional biases to harass people. But mm-hmm. then it's also not just another trans narrative where Ebony has to fight to be herself. And oh, she's so you're so brave. Wow. You're so brave. Oh, my gosh. You're so brave. Also, like, also, uh, I want to talk about how the Dementors are supposed to be an allegory for depression. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, uh, uh, sorry, hang on to that. I, I was just going to say, uh, let, let's try and tackle this, like, bit okay, by piece. By piece. Yeah, sure, let's do it. So, so all right, we've, first things we've... first, we should figure out what the theme is going to be, because I have no fucking clue what the theme it's for a... Harry Potter no. was supposed to be. It's a coming-of-age story. It's a coming-of-age story. Well, now it's a coming-of-gender story. It's a coming-of-age story as through transgender lens. Well, and I think it should be a little bit of both, though, right? Like, the idea, I think, you know... Uh, I, not to speak to JK's masterwork or whatever, but I think, <laughs> it's, I think it's a, it's a uh, mediocre. Yeah, whatever. I think the idea is that like, like the first book, like the books came out as the children who were reading it aged, right? Mm-hmm. So like, you know, if you picked up the first book when you were 11, by the time you read the seventh book, like you were the same age as, as Ebony in the last book, right? Yeah. So like the idea is that we we as the reader progress with her as she goes through her journey. And so I think it should be that like a coming of age discovery of self, like the theme should be about like found family and should be Mm -hmm. about like, um, you know, accepting your truth and living your truth and being confident Mm -hmm. and proud of who you are and like encouraging our audience to be like, and in finding that power, of self acceptance and acceptance uh, like that emanates out from the self into your friends. All of your friends find their self acceptance as well. Find their self acceptance as well. Mm-hmm. And that is the sort of magical element that helps to defeat darkness Friendship in the end. Friendship is magic. Yep. Welcome yes. to the Pony Zone. Um, Welcome to the Pony Zone. Uh, I'm Red. I'm Haley. I'm Blue. And this is the Pony Zone. <laughs> Um, so why is your name not a color? Uh, I'm Rose. All right. That's fair. Um, no, then I'm like that old lady who throws diamonds at oceans. I I wouldn't be surprised if there was like a color, like a paint palette named Haley. Let me actually look it up. Um, in the meantime, I think we've, we've pretty thoroughly parsed out Ebony and her whole deal. So I want to now move into cursory characters. So um, let's talk about. Well, have we Ron. figured out what uh, Ebony's whole like like personal thing is apart from just 
like well, I guess we just, have just just trans. Uh, no, she's also the chosen one. Like it's a lot heaped on her shoulders. Yes, and like we, we're maintaining a lot of the like she's the only th- person who's ever survived uh, an Avada Kedavra, and like she's the only person who's been predetermined to defeat Voldemort, and like all that stuff, and that there's you know she's still an orphan, and but like I feel like she's not gonna have as much loss along the way like mm-hmm. i don't want uh every friend she makes like as a like adult friend to die unless it's absolutely necessary like dumbledore yeah snape kill the yeah. bitch yeah absolutely um but like sirius doesn't have to die and sirius i feel like sirius maybe sirius had... was done so fucking dirty yeah give the girl something just Jesus. someone just someone besides the fucking Dursleys. God, yeah. And like, just give her a fucking break. Let her and live with Sirius. And now we have Sirius trying to be a dad to his wonderful trans daughter. It's and it's really fucking great. Killing him off. And maybe like, maybe Sirius is like a little bit ignorant of the whole situation, mm-hmm. but then comes to learn like, oh, I had to deal with my own kind of identity issues with people making fun of me for being a dog boy. And with, with that was a whole thing. Ears. And so now I have, I can relate to my transgender stepdaughter because we're, we're kindred spirits in, we, we both had to overcome prejudice and it's not the same thing, but I can, I can start to empathize. And that's the end of like book three. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, we start off on book four and like, he's like, oh, I got to get, oh, cause Goblet of Fire is when they have the, the prom and then, oh, then she can come out in a pretty dress. Yay. Yay. Yeah. All right. Um, but she's still gay. Uh, Very and- gay. Very gay for lesbians. So and so and then we but then everybody will be happy. Be because no. I gotta say, I was a very like Harry X was... Luna person when I was reading the books. Oh, oh yeah, we'll see one hundred percent. What's funny is everybody in the world that I know is uh, Harry X Hermione. Like they, no, everybody no. thinks they should no, have ended no, up no, together. No, no. no. Hermione, Harry Luna, yo, Harry Luna. Her- Ebony is the only that. person who like understands Luna and like gives her the fucking time of day. Yeah, yeah, I'm very into that. And I think Hermione is I like I like Ron and Hermione. Mm-hmm. I think it's a It should have been developed more though, is the it thing. Should've, about should've it should have been developed. Which is more. why I think let's move on to our two besties. Let's move on to Ron and Hermione. Yes. Um Hermione I, is black. Yes. Um and that's the end of that. <laughs> And they, they don't they don't treat her like a joke for standing up for things. Yeah, no, she's like, and she's also she has to work five times as hard as everyone else to get half the credit, and mm-hmm. um, but she's still the smartest motherfucking wizard in the whole damn world. Oh yeah, and I think I think her postscript is um, actually I don't know if this is how it wound up. She becomes the new McGonagall. I think I don't remember. Cause I think no, McGon- I, I uh, let me look into. That. Cause McGonagall ought to be the the new headmaster. Oh, absolutely, right? McGonagall yeah. fucking First rules. First of all, McGonagall owns Bones, gets to be the new headmaster. Oh, she's like one of the best girl McGonagall, even better. Yeah. and then um, Hermione becomes the new McGonagall, like head of uh, Gryffindor. Yes, and and then 
she's being groomed by McGonagall to be the next headmaster, headmistress. Yes. Um, and I think that that's really cool. And yes. yeah, yeah. Ron, I actually yeah. did, wouldn't change that much about it all apart from Rat Boy. Rat Boy, um, he's definitely good at Rat Boy. Uh, he's very good at Rat Boy. Also, I think, I think that cute. they shouldn't like forget about how he's good at chess. Because it seemed oh, yeah. like they introduced to that for the, in the first book, and then they were like, okay, we're good. Like, But, yeah, but maybe chess he, like, teaches you a lot of good skills that you could apply in the real world. What if he like becomes like a game designer? Like a wizarding oh, he, game he designer. designs tabletop wizard games? Holy yeah. shit, yes. And like at first it's like you nerd ass, but then like by the end of the series he comes up with like the next chess. And you're like, yes. wow. He, like it he was chess, then the checkers, and then... In, in the Harry yeah. Potter world. <laughs> yeah, he makes a new whole ass thing. <laughs> yes. Um, I think that that's, that'd be really fun for Hell him. Hell yes. Um, yeah, and I think... Them together is really great, and it's also super powerful because then it's uh, interracial couple representation, mm-hmm. which is super powerful and really important. Um, and Should they stay together, though, is what I'm wondering. At the end? Yeah, because I do think hmm. Hermione can do better than Rat Boy, as much as I love Ron. <laughs> well, here's an idea, right? Mm-hmm. What if, because this is a narrative that is not, explored often enough for me mm-hmm. what if hermione is ace mm-hmm. and she doesn't she's still like i've only ever seen this explored in depth in um uh outer worlds mm-hmm. um which is like i want to i want hermione to be ace and she kind of knows that but she doesn't really know how to express that and explore that and so she and Ron get together, and they well, that are- was also a thing in BoJack Horseman. Yeah, and they're, they are in love with each other. They like have romantic feelings for each other, mm-hmm. but it becomes increasingly apparent that they're sexually incompatible, and mm-hmm. they come to a very responsible um, d- conclusion that they shouldn't be together for that reason. Now, that's an and... epilogue thing, right? Because they are kids. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Um, well, well, I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, there's the kissing and stuff like that. Well, yeah, I mean, it can be, stuff, it can that's be, true. that's true. It can be brought down into a less well, of a like, Hufflepuff jerk off circle. Think, I think what Haley is saying is like, at the end of the book, they like end up together, right? Like with air quotes around it as like boyfriend and girlfriend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then in the epilogue, we explain that like, you know, they didn't end up getting married and having kids because Hermione realized like she. Yeah. Didn't quite See, I was thinking like, of doing that earlier in the in the books. She realizes I mean, there, she doesn't have the same kind of feelings for him. There and are she, ways to to make that work. I know that like when yeah. I had a relationship in high school, it was actually my first uh, major relationship. Uh, things fell apart specifically because I kind of discovered through that relationship that I don't really like like physical intimacy. Like we dated yeah. for six months and we never even kissed on the mouth. So like and, that could be that could be it. Right, we could explore it. I'm yeah. just saying I don't I you know I don't think using explicit terms like that no. when they're kids. Absolutely yeah. absolutely not. And by but explicit I, I don't mean inappropriate, I mean like like outright sexually incompatible. Like asexual yeah. or like asexually incompatible is I think not something to say when they're we can 14. kind of flirt around the idea of like I don't like getting to be, you know, 
yeah. physical with somebody. And then at the, I don't want it to be an epilogue write off. I want it to be a, a moment in the mm-hmm. books where Hermione is like, this isn't going to work because I don't want what I, out of, I don't want something out of this relationship you do. And then they break up, but they stay friends. I want them to stay best friends. Yes. Like, and responsibly have like a, a grown, and it can be messy and they can like have like a, the bicker a little bit, but then eventually Ebony's like, guys, we're friends. Like get the fuck over yourselves. <laughs> like yeah. I get it. It sucks. You were really tight. You were really in love, but like, there's going to be more stuff and you can help each other through life, but like, don't ruin our good friendship off of the fact that like y'all didn't work out. And they like have a, it's a very mature sort of Where representation is, uh, of a breakup so that I don't think does, is existing. Who does Ron end up? Um, I don't know. I mean, we can. I mean, do, does everyone have to end up with someone? No. Not necessarily, but you know, there's just the, the idea of them like sending their kids off to school at the end. You know what I mean? And like meeting up again. I mean, you don't again. have to get married to have kids. That's well, Hermione. Fair. I feel like would wind up with like but a I'm, Ravenclaw. I'm just saying they're not. I didn't say they got married. I just said who does Ron wind up with? Like who oh. does he have kids with? Then at that point, you know what I mean? Like what other Ron ends up as like the sixth member of a polyamorous marriage, <laughs> an no, extremely wait, healthy no. polyamorous marriage. Ron and someone wind up. Uh, getting married but they can't have kids because maybe she's like an Anna or she's some kind of other race that they're not able to have kids with but they love Ron each other falls in and love then, with one of the Keebler elves yeah maybe and then they open up uh, a foster home like his parents yeah that and they just really adopt fun. a bunch and of kids and they just adopt a bunch of kids they just adopt like like half the, the kids going into Hogwarts in, in that epilogue See, are, are well, Ron's and then that makes sense though because then Ron can continue to be an R but he's the new definition of R which is like yeah. like social worker basically or even he's yeah. like his whole thing is his like his foster home is funded by the wizard state and he works intimately with Harry and no, Hermione I, I'm still on the Harry's gotta be a teacher Okay. All right. Harry's yeah, got to yeah, yeah. be a teacher. I, 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 I'm, I'm very, I'm very on in on. I'm that very too. adamant about okay. that because, well, like, Ebony. that was my biggest. E- Ebony, sorry, Ebony has yeah. to be a teacher. That was my biggest complaint. Ebony can still about the work end of that with series. Ron. She's just yes. not like an official Auror. Right. Yeah. She, she, she will. I guess probably pay. She, she's good with her kids, right? And so she pays attention to her students, and she's like, "Hey, Ron, can you do?" like a case study on this student of mine. I'm worried about their home life. Yeah, and so you know and I mean? then. Um, and then Hermione takes good care of all the kids that are coming through and like well, is a really good. Well, because she's the new McGonagall. Yeah, she's the new house mom. And um, and then Harry would be, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. thinking about Harry, because Ebony. the reason Harry should be a teacher, and this is the real reason, it's not even just because of he was proven to be a good <sighs> teacher in the books, but also because if Harry and Neville are diametrically opposed two sides of the same coin, right? Mm-hmm. Like either one of them could have relived the prophecy mm-hmm. or been the prophecy, then they both should have ended up in the same place together, which Neville was a teacher at Hogwarts at the end of the book. Mm-hmm. It's true. So Harry should have also been like they should have been teacher friends together at the end of the book. Like that's just it was the most logical next step. But I don't know. I, apparently, I don't know anything about literature. <laughs> and yeah, I think that that's a big uh, that would be a really good way to kind of round that out is they all kind of wind up 
helping further the future because they, out of all people, should know the benefit of educating and giving kids a good education because it's because of their good education that they were able to uh, push forward right. and, and defeat darkness. Now, mm-hmm. education. Right. Education. I was just about to say, like, how many examples of Hogwarts actually being a good school do we really see? None at all. They take a one test and they learn how to turn rats into cups. And and they accidentally turn Ron into a cup. They turned him into a cup. Rat boy, one cup. One rat boy, one cup, the same being. Cup boy rats. <laughs> Rat cup. So I rat cup. Rat king. So what if Ron the solution to one of the ends of the of the books, like in the Chamber of Secrets, the way they defeat the basilisk is Ron summons a wave of rat army to like lift him up and they become like he's the rat king. We we discover Ron is the rat king. Ron was the chosen one. And he yeah. fulfills the prophecy in the first book, and he's the Rat King. And he's, he's the he's Rat the King. He's the Pied Piper. So, and he spends but, the entire rest of the series just, he's just the Rat King now. And that's just something so, the other characters have to deal with. In the books, we see them talk about, we see Hermione talk about studying and reading mm-hmm. a yes. lot. And yes. no one else does. And then uh, it's not until book five when all of a sudden they have to take the wizard SATs. And mm-hmm. they're like, oh, we got to study for these, the owl. And mm-hmm. like they do all this nonsense, and it's like, why can't why isn't there like finals? Why aren't there midterms? Like yeah. Christmas rolls around every year, and they're like, ooh, some people go home and some people stay, and it's like, what about midterms, y'all? Like, yeah, <laughs> don't don't you have tests? Don't you have a math class? I, mean, I guess they to gotta be a have a math fair, class. This is based on the British education system, and I don't know how tests work over there. It's true, but like. They definitely have math class. Yeah, they definitely that did have history. Kind of bother me that they didn't have math class. I feel they like they math. should still have math class. They didn't have math or history. In <laughs> fact, they it is, didn't. It is kind of powerful if it's canon that math <laughs> that, doesn't that matter. Dumbledore can't do fucking math. That is, he Dumbledore is gay. can't count. <laughs> he is gay. Gays can't do math, so but that would track. Like, they so much. They so much don't have a history class. That they have a future telling class. Yeah. Like they have the opposite of a history class, literally. And to be fair, the, the the whole joke of the of the future telling class is that it was BS. Yeah. But then like they have a botany class, right? Like they have a science class, technically. I wish I took they a have botany chemistry. class. They have the wizard equivalent of chemistry, which is potions, right? Mm-hmm. And they have Defense Against the Dark Arts, I guess, is the closest thing to a social studies history class they have, but it's more like a gym class. What if Hogwarts is missing a lot of these important stuff, but then Ebony starts, like, introducing it to other other students? And Hermione, because she's also from the Muggle world. Yeah, and Hermione. And so she's, like, STEM, and... There's Ebony's like there's like, like a secret study club of like <gasps> wizards who want to like learn stuff from muggle schools because army. they think it's useful. There's like and a wizard Dumbledore's who's super army. powerful and talented, but they just want to be like a geographer. Yes, and they just like create this whole new job market for wizards and muggles. And now here's the other thing: mm-hmm. in the Fantastic Beasts world, 
there's like a huge divide, right, between like nomadges and muggles and wizards, right? Yes. And by the time we get to Harry Potter in modern times, that divide is as strong as ever. Yes. Why I, I, is not there a push to integrate wizard and muggle worlds together? That should you know? absolutely be a subplot. Maybe yeah. there should even be oh my god. I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to end up just tossing out a story idea that I've had because this would be really good in our in our Harry Potter remake. Mm-hmm. What if we introduce or we take a character, I guess, cuz we can't make a new character and they're actually a muggle. They can't do any magic. But they're mm. trying to trick everyone into thinking that they're that they can do magic because they don't want to leave the school. Oh, what if that's Neville? What if Neville's that's a squib? Neville, Neville what doesn't if Neville's have any a squib? magic. He's a squib. He's Neville like Neville is a squib. And they don't. He doesn't have any magic, but he like he just pretends like no, he's bad think, at it. I think it'd be even better if Neville was just from a normal Muggle family, and he just and he somehow just, accidentally he just walked through it. He platform got on the wrong, thirteen yeah. and three quarters and got on the Hogwarts train. He got on a he got on the wrong fucking train. He like followed some kids through the wall, and he was like, "I guess that's the way to go." And he like goes through, and then he like winds up at fucking Hogwarts. And at first. It's all of the like illusions to make it look like a decrepit old castle and stuff are still mm-hmm. there. And he's like, why is everybody walking around this broke ass castle? And then he <laughs> gets in there and he just follows people. He's just following people around. And as he's interacting with stuff, the illusion starts to fade away. Yes. And Neville develops like like a weird like half like, half magic perception kind of yeah. thing. He like gets mutated by exposure to magic. <laughs> He's like this almost like a little bit of a resistance to magic because so yeah. spells aren't as powerful on him, and that's how he defeats Voldemort. <laughs> yes, he gets hit with the Avada Kedavra, and, 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 he, the Avada and then he Kedavra falls to the ground. Kill him. <laughs> he falls to the ground, and then Voldemort's like, ha, 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 I have no nose, and then he stands up, and everybody's like. What the fuck? And then he's like, no. And then like Voldemort <laughs> turns into dust just out of sheer like shit his pantsery. Like he just yes! falls apart. <laughs> and that's just yes. the sort of like that's just the sort of like diversion Harry or Ebony needs at that point to like mm-hmm. get an edge against Voldemort and then just banish his ass to the shadow realm. Yes. Fuck yeah. Yes. I I this- really want that. Our book owns. Our book owns. <laughs> our book our book fucks. Our book super fucks. All right. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So now I guess we just we have some like major plot ideas. We have some great characters. Yes. Now we just need to like we love our houses. The houses are mm-hmm. great. We're ma- making more classes. Snape isn't terrible. Dumbledore's great. More gay for Dumbledore, by the way. More gay for Dumbledore. Have Dumbledore like, oh my god, I had a fucking galaxy brain idea. Okay. Dumbledore (laughs) and Hagrid are previous lovers. (gasps) That's really powerful. And they're like bitter exes. They're like bitter bitter exes. exes. And that's why Hagrid has to live in a house outside (laughs) of the castle. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) And they're like really sassy to each other every time they have to see each other. Hey, is Blue? I haven't heard from from him. I'm I'm here. Okay. I'm here. I I I'm sorry that I disappeared. I discovered something. Yes? 
uh, called the Harry Potter Alliance. Mm-hmm. Okay, is this a is this a petition to fix Harry Potter? <laughs> no, it is a it is a social justice like activation a- activism group uh, called. It says the Harry Potter Alliance turns fans into heroes. We change the world by making activism accessible through the power of story. Since 2005, we've engaged millions of fans through our work for equality, human rights, and literacy. Oh, oh cool. And so they, they use this thing they call hashtag DA fights back. They call themselves Dumbledore's army. And they like fight for immigration rights and LGBTQ rights, gender equality, net neutrality, all kinds of stuff. Um, but the reason I found them is because I was trying to do some research on Hermione Granger. I don't remember what I was trying to f- look up about her. But I found a video for a, a campaign called Granger 2020, which is Hermione Granger and Luna Lovegood running together for president. That is very uh, good. And there's a shirt you can buy that says Granger 2020, nothing is impossible. And the description says it's time to put a witch in the White House and work for real world change. That's incredibly powerful. We need uh, to put that in the book. She's a black woman. Hermione is a black woman. Good, mm. good, and she, of course. She, she runs for president of the United States, which I don't know how that's possible because she's not a U.S. citizen, but... Make it happen. Maybe she is. Maybe she is in our book. Maybe she she's a black American woman. She was born in America and her parents moved to England for some reason. And then like maybe that's when Hogwarts her magic appears. in like a nexus dimension and people come to it from all over the world. There you go. I'm into that. I'm into that too. It's a nexus. It's the only wizarding school. Then we can make it bigger. Then it's a bigger castle. And it's like fucked up big. Like it's huge. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's like, re- like they. oh, then we can have like a whole, oh, what if it's its own little parallel little zone and they have like biomes like in, um, yeah. in Zootopia. So like Dude. the different races of the world can come and there's like an Arctic zone for like the winter elves and then there's like a darkness underground zone for the, for the, 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 the nether goblins and shit, you know, like we can have all this cool stuff for like all the different kinds of people that come there and it all centers around the main castle but all the dorms and there's like sub houses for each individual one and they're all connected through secret magic tunnels that go like from Gryffindor house to Gryffindor house in all the different biomes and all link up at the castle yes oh another 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 I guess that kind of ties into that dementors should be a fantasy race and they're just like normal dudes like, they look exactly the same, but they're actually just normal dudes. Oh, but then there's bad Dementors. Sort of like ghouls in Fallout, where they go, like, feral, and they start sucking souls out of people. Nah, they're, they're all just, like, solid dudes, and there's just evil oh. ghosts just around, and they're just there. I'm into it. And maybe, pe- maybe that's, like, a stereotype of Dementors, but Dementors themselves oh. are actually just perfectly normal reasonable people they're like we haven't done that in 800 years (laughs) oh and then maybe there is a bad dementor who works for voldemort yeah and they're like everybody's trying to go back to the time where the races knew their place and they weren't all together at hogwarts and dementors were able to suck souls freely and wizards were the dominant race in the world because then you get like proper fucking fascism to fight against and not like this sort of weird like rich people thing yeah i did i did think that that voldemort's squad was a little too bougie for me 
Yeah, because I think if you want to do like a proper like fascist looking regime that's cropping up and that's the darkness, like you got to make it look a little bit more, first of all, make it less diverse. Second of all, they're way too rich and bougie. You get, it's like a working class thing. Like you yeah. got to have like all kinds of folks. And obviously the people at the top are bougie, your Bellatrixes and your, your Voldemorts. But like, I don't know. There shouldn't be a, a Malfoy up in the mix. Like it should be like fucking Crab and Goyle's dad. You I know? did think it was kind of cheap that Malfoy is is part of that. Like, oh, of course he's part of the actual evil group. Like I yeah. know that I know that that rich people are evil, but like, come on. <sighs> <laughs> but yeah, so it's a I don't know. That was a complex thing. But let's we need some book titles and we need a plot. You're right. You're right. Okay, so. Are here's we just, the thing. Let's just, are we just going to go through all of them? Do we? Well, here's the thing. Do we start with Harry Potter and then switch to Ebony, like when she comes out? Or? No, we need a we need a I generic should, title. I think we should call it like the Hogwarts Chronicles or something. Yeah. Oh, I'm into that. Because then we're not limited to just the characters oh, too. And then the books. Oh, then it just the books, doesn't have to be about Harry. The books are designed to look like class books. And they're named after class books that you t- that you read at oh, Hogwarts. Oh yeah, they look like textbooks. Yeah, they yes. look like textbooks. That'd be really and cute. And the first one, it, and then oh, but then it's then you have a cool thing, right? Then it's a uh, like uh, the Hogwarts Chronicles one potions and alchemy, and like yes. it's all about like the potions because there's the whole potion section when they're going to find the sorcerer's stone. The that would be really stone. fucking cool that like every and, every book has a different theme and it's also a different subject that you learn. Yeah. And then the last book is a book is Defense that Hermione Against the Dark wrote Arts. during her teaching oh. shenanigans. That's fun. But yeah, yes. but then the last, very last one where they defeat darkness is Defense Against the Dark Arts. Yes. And, and so the first one is Potions and Alchemy because it's about the Philosopher's Stone, which was like this thing that was talked about in alchemy in real life, right? Yes. So that's perfect right there. Then the next one would be what? Uh, like Okay, the fantastic- second book is The Chamber of Secrets. So then so- that would be like wild beasts or fantastic beasts and how to tame them or whatever. Yes. Um, Prisoner that's of Azkaban. Because the, the class would- that, Sorry? that Hagrid teaches, right? The class that Hagrid teaches is the one that's um, yes. all about animals and stuff. Oh, also, I, I feel like we didn't emphasize this enough. Uh, more Hagrid. Oh, wait, way more Hagrid. And he's also like really bitter and super gay and old. But he's he also to be older. a very cool. Su- <gasps> Hagrid X serious. Oh, yes. Oh, and then they're gay dads for Harry. Oh, yes. <laughs> Perfect. That's really good. I really like this idea a lot. Yes. Because I Hang was on. thinking Hagrid should adopt should adopt Ebony, but also Sirius should adopt Ebony. So two two yes. gays with one stone. Two gays with one philosopher's stone. All right. So um, the second one is uh, the animals one. So that's obviously- uh, Prisoner what is of that? Azkaban? Well, the second- Oh, yeah. I guess the prisoner- of Azkaban has more more animals in it, right? Yeah. Um, but maybe it could be like uh, gover- wizard government. Hmm. Well, okay. I have a list of all of the classes here, and we can add some classes. But we have yeah. astronomy, charms, mm-hmm. dark arts, mm-hmm. defense against the dark arts, mm-hmm. um, flying, mm-hmm. herbology, 
the history of magic. So they do have a history class. Um, potions, transfiguration, mm -hmm. and then they have electives, which is uh, arithmancy. Oh, is that math? That's math. Okay. Math um, is an elective. Math is an elective. Care of magical creatures. Yeah, that would be the second book. Care of yes, magical care creatures. Care of magical that's, creatures. Because that also has the spiders in it, and that has the centaurs, mm -hmm. and it has the um the 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 basilisk at the bottom of the, the chamber of secrets, mm -hmm. and uh Harry er, Hermione as a cat girl. So that's great. Um, all right, then divination, maybe one. Muggle studies. That's got to be one of the books. Muggle yes. studies is definitely one of the books. Um, okay. So I'm thinking the third one could be Transfiguration because okay, uh, the yeah. animal people. And also that's the one where uh, Sirius adopts Ebony and Ebony. That's where Ebony starts to seriously start taking steps in her transition, I think. Seriously? So that's all kinds of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> um, Goblet um, of Fire is, is probably just flying. That's pretty easy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Flying. Order of the Phoenix. What the fuck happens in Order of the Phoenix? Uh that's That's Order the owls of... and the the, the no, bitchy Order lady. Order of the Phoenix is the one uh Bitchy Lady. That's that's no, no, that's that's, that's, that's book five, right? Oh, that's where they go through they do time travel in that one. No. Wait, no, they do six. time travel in, in Prisoner of Azkaban, no, that's five. don't they? Oh no, that is, you're right. It's Prisoner, Prisoner of Azkaban, Azkaban is time travel. travel. You're right. All right, and so then Goblet of Fire is, is the competition, and then five. And five is or well, the Order of the Phoenix is uh, Harry leaves school, right? That's and where there's we like meet. the big board with like Sirius is on it and Lupin is on it. Oh, that'll that'll right? be the one. That'll be the book that 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 Hermione remember, makes. Then th they go to the secret house. Remember? Yeah, that's yeah. before school starts though, because that's yeah. the year with the owls and the bitchy yeah. lady. Oh yeah, um, uh, what is it? the pink lady? Yeah, with mm -hmm. the teacups. Yeah. What is her name? I don't remember. I, the bitchy lady. But this, bitchy is, lady. Where, I don't, this is the one where Harry started called, like teaching. That one's called Charms. Mm -hmm. um, Charms. Six ha is Half Blood. Six Prince. is Half Blood Prince. That's the that's the potions book with all of Snape's writings in mm -hmm. it. Um, and then Defense and Against Dark Arts. Wait, so that that one's called Potions? Is the six is Potions? Six, no, six, well, seven, yeah, six is potion. Okay, so six is potion, so that means one has to be alchemy? History of magic? Because potions uh, and alchemy are pretty similar. Or, um, well, what's the, which? Well, alchemy is a different have class. You, have we used divination yet? We haven't, we haven't used, used divination. divination. So f five is where divination comes into play. Yeah, though. what's the book? Yeah, five is the divination one. So one should be charms. No, three is the divination one because of all the time Let's, travel. The first so three one should, should be, be divination. No, the no, first one should be charms because it's a charm in the end that how they get the, the stone because okay. it's in the so, mirror. You're right. One is charms. Mm -hmm. Two is well, we, care. We should, of... we should think about it like starting from basic stuff and building up. Yeah. So yeah. one is stuff. one is charms. Right. Two is care of magical creatures. Mm -hmm. Three is divination. Mm -hmm. Four is flying. Mm -hmm. Five is what would be five? What do they do in five? That's the out. We just talked about this. We said it was charms, but five, what would it be well, instead? It should, nope. be, Trans like, it should be one of the books that that Hermione makes. Like I was saying, transfiguration. No, 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 trans no. Transfiguration is better for three because yeah. Yeah, Transfiguration is people. Prisoner of Azkaban. Yeah. 
Okay, and then so five it's... is divination because that's the book with, with the woman who sees the crystal ball. And it's that's also right. the one where we see they go into the um the actual they go into the pot with all the memories in it. But also yeah. the one where they see the the prophecy orb. Yes, and yes. then Sirius dies. Yes, except in this one Sirius doesn't. So yeah. um, right, one, that's Sirius, what happens in Order of the Phoenix. Sirius, we were like, what, what happens the fuck in Order of the Phoenix? Sirius dies. All right, so uh, um, that, all right, that, that's that's why we couldn't remember it because the moment we all read Sirius died, it just it just like disappeared. It, the fucking escape hatch in our brains opened up in the memory of Sirius dying just like psh, out of it into fucking space. Man, I wish there was a fifth Harry Potter book. Um, okay, so it's charms. Mm-hmm. Uh, Write these down. Yeah, charms, care of magical animals. Mm-hmm. Uh, transfiguration. Transfiguration. Flying. flying divination. Mm-hmm. Potions. Potions. And then defense against uh, the dark arts. Yeah. Yes. And that's all seven. Yes. We did it. Beautiful. We did it. I like this much better. This is really cute. And then also they all will have like a similar kind of like a binding to them. Yeah. So that when you stack them next to each other, they don't look really out of place. Oh, they yeah, look they, like a whole I'm... set, like a set of encyclopedias. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's and then what after I was you... thinking too. <gasps> oh, and then after the last one comes out, we release a little sleeve, a little box sleeve that fits yeah. all of them in it. And we don't have to sell a commemorative set. It's just a sleeve that already fits all the hardcovers. Oh, and oh. What, if, what if throughout the books we pepper in like little bits of actual knowledge on these on the subjects that it covers. So like in the first Oh yeah, one, like little headers at the chapter start. Yeah. Or footnotes. Yeah. yeah. I would also love to put some other little details like in the margins of the books is like a scrawled handwritten note from a student. Oh, that'd be cute. That would, or, oh my God. Yeah. It's like, it's like, it's like school books that are being like passed down to other kids. So there's like, yes. oh, that's so like, good. So, so the first book, right, looks or like, like doodles and stuff. Well, but I feel like they should get progressively, they yes. should progressively look and feel more used as you get them. So the first book is like perfect edges, perfect pages, mint condition. Mm-hmm. And then by the time you get to the seventh book, it's like, singed and it has those like raggedy pages mm-hmm. on it you know what i mean yeah yeah yeah. yeah. um and there's like it's like pre-dog-eared <laughs> in a couple of places yeah. and like or like we just or we put like coffee stain like rings on certain pages yeah like yeah. like printed on it's not yeah. like an actual coffee ring stain but like i just think that'd be like a nice touch to make it make them feel more like textbooks yeah. and also then the physical book then that incentivizes people to buy the physical book rather than like buying like an ebook on Kindle because you get the experience of like the book is as ragged as the characters are in the story from like yeah. the schlog. And the book yes. itself is part of the story and all the little marginal notes will also like help tell another story and it's like lore building. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And like maybe even in like two, the scrawled notes in the side are like from Tom Riddle. Ooh, and then, so like, good. then you're like actually reading the textbook that Harry has. But we could put puzzles in there for for the readers to solve. That's yeah. like like Artemis it, Fowl. It can, it can be like an ARG on top of a book yeah. reading experience. Yeah, it's just a book. It's just a fun, fun ass book. I know it's just fun. A fun fucking book, yo. Damn it! Now I want to make this. Is the problem? This book is so much better than fucking this J.K. Book is Rowling's. So good. Can See, the three of that's us how we write? Know we've done a good job when we can, when we legit want to sit down and actually make this. Can the three of us write this fantasy book series and not have it set in the Harry Potter universe? Yes, but I'm like, 100% down for that. 100% down for that, yeah. You know, we'll all just have little writing sessions once a week from now until eternity, until this is done. I, I would love that. Just yes. Let's just write this book. Because you know what? You know what? You know who would publish this? 
Anyone? Rick Rowadan. <gasps> oh, the guy who does the fucking the, the person. Yeah, well, the Percy Jackson author now he's, has his own publishing company, and he publishes young authors who come up with really good ideas that he likes and supports. This he's is phenomenal the ally work. We're gonna do. We all, need. all right, hang on, for, hang on, real quick. Yeah. TM 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 Let me real quick tweet at Rick and be like, "Hey, I have a really good book idea." We haven't written it yet. We haven't written it yet, but it's really good. So check your inbox in like six months. Wait till after the podcast comes out, and then tweet it at him with a link to this podcast. I know, right? Like, like Rick, if we wrote this book, would you please publish? He would. I yeah, I love. He's one of my favorite authors. Rick Rorden is the ally that we all deserve. Seriously, he's the ultimate, like... He's the anti-J.K. Rowling. He is. He but he's is. also the ultimate ally because he, he wrote a series that was so good that Disney couldn't turn it down, or Hyperion, to, it's Disney, but Hyperion couldn't turn it down, and then after it was a best-selling book series, he put gay in it so that they couldn't unpublish him. Nice! <laughs> I love him. He's amazing. That's what he did with Percy Jackson. He like wrote characters with every intention of them being like ace or trans or gay. Oh, and then by yeah. the time he got to the third book, he was like, he would put a gay character in it. And they'd be like, you can't put that in there. And he's like, you have to, you have to publish me. What are you, you going to do? Publish this not book? publish what are you gonna my tell best the fans? selling series? I, hello. Like, so he's, <laughs> he's great. I love him. He's the definition of a co-conspirator. Rick Riordan um, slaps. So, all right, then it's settled. This book series is phenomenal. We have the series laid out. It's mm-hmm. charms. Mm-hmm. All right, we're gonna have to come up with slightly different names. And like, <laughs> but I mean, like, here's we'll, the we'll thing. We'll shift it a little bit. Here's but, the thing, yeah. though. If Fifty Shades of Grey can be published and become a fucking best-selling New York Times bestseller and movie series, then we can definitely do this. Right. Oh, and definitely. that's the other thing. It's like if we don't use if we don't use any character names. Or character properties. I mean, that won't be a problem because then we can make we can make the puns better, right? And we can just we can just come up with our own new set cast of characters our and own set lore. it in our own lore. Set it in a, in a in a similar but different universe with a different school name, and mm-hmm. like just don't use any Harry Potter properties. And I mean, and it'll be, be distinct like, enough a- from Harry Potter just you, just given the fact that we're employing other fantasy races that aren't yeah. just humans. Exactly. And then people will be like, oh, this is a fucking Harry Potter ripoff. And we'll be like, it's actually a Harry Potter derivative. And yes, because Harry Potter needed to be affixed. And also, we Also, Harry Potter is a, ripped off its shit from Terry Pratchett and but yeah, added so- a fucking abuse victim. So Yeah, well, and that's the other thing is like, I, how many things are fucking derivatives of the Bible? Yeah. yeah. How many like think Harry about Potter Wicked? Is like one of them. <laughs> yeah. Like Wicked is a derivative of Wizard of Oz. Like so many things are fan fiction of other things. Like yeah, who gives at, a shit anymore? Stories should be open to the public anyway. Yeah. Hell yeah. Let's destroy them. Let's burn it all down. Yeah. All right. Let's burn well, J.K. Rowling to the ground. <laughs> <laughs> That's let's what this turn, is about. Let's transfigure her into a house turn and then burn her to the ground. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I think we fixed Harry Potter. I think we really did. We, we super really fixed Harry Potter. I love this podcast because now I can like be creative and make things that are good. 
and uh, not things that I ha- would hate to see happen. This is something I want to happen. see happen. Yeah, That's the problem with this podcast, though, is we're going to put this good energy out into the universe, and then the only way it's going to become real is if we make it. Yeah. <laughs> and the difference between that and advertising is that when we make stuff on advertising, somebody else does the making for us, which sucks. Because we don't want those things to exist, and yet they do anyway because corporate America is a hellscape. Hey, babe, do you <laughs> want to watch the entire Harry Potter series? <laughs> no, but yeah, let's do it. All right, fuck <laughs> uh, I was writing down the titles. It was Charms, Care of Magical Animals, Transfiguration, Flying, Divination. What was six? Uh, Potions. Yeah. Because it's about Snape and okay, Snape's got book. it. I was just writing them down for... Uh, yeah, these would be like super easy to change too. Like, oh yeah, I mean, yeah. the other thing is like she can't, she can't like charms, flying potions, transfiguration. Like those are you can't put a fucking like the only thing I really honestly think needs changing is defense against the dark arts because yeah. like that's very. But all those Which other things be are just general magic magical self defense is easier to say. Yeah, we anyway. can just change it to transmutation, which is just D and D shit. Um, everything else is just general knowledge magic shit. You can't trademark potions. Yeah. Um, and now Fantastic Beasts is the new way to say magical creatures. So Care of Magical Creatures is just a series of words. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, the fucking, the next thing, yeah, the only thing we'd have to change is Defense Against the Dark Arts. And at that point, it's just like, um, like, uh, the, what would we call it? Um, Knowledge of Dark Magics? Done. I mean, wizard self defense works yeah, better too. Yeah, wizard self defense. Because that is not just hey uh, against this specific magic. It's hey, here's how you defend yourself. Yeah. Because we go. live in here a society where people can shoot fiery snakes at each what about, other. What about wait, 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 I got what it, about? What about? I got it. I got it. I got it. I got it. Martial martial wizardry. Huh? Knowledge of the dark magics and defense against. <laughs> <laughs> Knowledge of the dark magics and how to defend against them. Yes. Yes. Let's just be ridiculous and long with it. You know what I mean? Because then it's a fantastic beast and where to find them situation. And then it's knowledge of the dark magics and how to defend against them. And then you kind of have a little bit of a hate. hate. Knowledge of the dark magics and how to defend yourself against them. Knowledge of of the forbidden magics that you really shouldn't cast, please. (laughs) And how to make sure that people don't hurt you with these bad magics that they really shouldn't have been casting in the first place. But you never know. And we really shouldn't be teaching to students at all. (laughs) And we also shouldn't be teaching this We also the shouldn't be teaching this at all, but we're going to because we feel like we have. Now it's just the title of a fucking doctorate paper. <laughs> that, that's Ebony's doctorate. Well, no, that's, that's yeah, later when they start getting their master's degrees after they start teaching and, and being part of academia. Then we publish their, their like, theses as different books. God, this is incredible. That would be uh, each so of us good, though. Will take and also, a- I was going to encourage kids to go to get their further education, oh which God, is really important. Oh, my God, imagine, like, a tie-in book. That's like, that's, like, a scrapbook of, like, notes passed around at Hogwarts. Mm-hmm. That'd be so fun. Oh, we'll have so many like lore tie-in books of like, or like bonus a Hogwarts behind- yearbook. Yes. Uh, and then we can have like canon. Uh, and we release a new one visuals with each of book. them. Then we can have like canon actual like physical appearances for our characters. And we could get our friends to do art for us. Yeah, and then that way when they make the movie, they can't be like, "We're gonna make her white." You can't. No, you no can't. white people allowed. Nope. There's one white person. And he's a rat boy. And he's a rat boy. (laughs) 
He's the rat king. He's the rat king. Congratulations, white people. This is what you can aspire towards. You're the rat king king now. White boy. Rat king. Number seven. White boy. White boy rat king. (laughs) The last thing you want when you see a white boy is for him to be the rat king. But as it turns out, that might be what you get. (laughs) The last thing you want when you see a white boy is that he would be the rat king. But as it turns out, that may be exactly what you get. Fuck me. All right. Well, the last we thing fixed you it. want is a white boy in your Burger King foot lettuce. Hogwarts <laughs> <laughs> right. foot lettuce. So, uh, I think we did it, right? I yeah. think we did it. All right, cool. So we, fig- we oh figured out every last. I'm legit. Piece I can't of this. remember the last time I've like legitimately smiled after recording a podcast. God, it's always like a, it's always a weight on your heart. Um. It's painful. This is, why, I, this is why I love this series so much because you can just shoot the shit about writing stuff. Yeah, and how good it'll be. And, and how I good well, it'll honestly, be. legit, I forgot how like creative we are. Like we are specifically me. Like I have not flexed <laughs> my like genuine creative muscles like, in for a really good long things. time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, because for a while there, we were making a podcast with some friends, like crafting our own tabletop RPG, mm. and then that stopped happening for some reason. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was weird. And uh, I'm still sad about it because we we were coming up with a really cool system and idea that I want to see to, through. I might just go, you and I might just take it and run with it. Yeah. <laughs> and credit everybody else and be like, we finished it, but it's everybody's. Because. Mm-hmm. We made it, but, you know, no, thanks mean, for the start, everybody. Thanks for the help. <laughs> um, But anyway, uh, I think is that we, we satisfied. Is, yeah. is that. I'm yeah, have very we, happy with what we've is, done here today. Is N- yeah. N-W, uh, Toblerone. Toblerone. N.W. Toblerone. Satisfied? At this point, like... You know, I'm half tempted for Nowling Warling to just, like, first name E-E-N, and then and then this middle name, the word double U, and then Toblerone is all in. Is all in. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh, it's just E-N-N. So like, W T O B L E R O N E. Yeah. N W Toblerone. N W Toblerone. But N W still stands for Narlwig Warlong. Nefarious Warlord. Nefarious Warlord. Um this is phenomenal work we've done here. So I think it's time to wrap it up. I agree. Um so thank you, everybody. <laughs> thank you all so much for listening. Uh, again, if you want to make fan art or like fanfic or whatever, then please credit it to N.W. Toblerone. Um, we will be making this series, so yeah, don't it's, sweat. Yes. Don't even sweat it. This is coming to fruition. I've never been more serious about something in my life. <laughs> yes. Um, yes. Okay, and uh, if you have anything that you wanted to send to us, you can send it to uh, our tweeters. Do we have a Twitter for the show, Red? Uh, not yet. I was I've, I'm, I was planning on finding it at home before I before I put it on Twitter, but we'll probably have one by the time this episode goes up. All right. Um. So we can tweet tweet it at that Twitter or our individual Twitters. Yeah. Um. Which mine is at Hey Stews. Mm-hmm. 
And I'm um, at Red Buddy. And thank you to our wonderful guest. Yay. Thanks for having me. Is there anywhere where where listeners could could check out your other stuff? Uh, well, uh, I exist everywhere all the time. Good. Um, <laughs> no, uh, now that that's settled. <laughs> no, I, I am on. Uh, I mean, literally everything. Uh, I'm on Twitch. I'm on. Uh, uh, Twitter, I'm on Instagram, I'm on SoundCloud, I'm on Bandcamp. You can find all of my stuff under Blue Space Queen. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I'm I write music, I stream video games, I make podcasts. Uh, I am part of the Lunar Light Studio Network, which is I love, and mm-hmm. they're great. I make advertising with Haley and Penny Parker. Um, I do the Snapcube real-time fan dubs. I don't know. Like, I, I literally do so much stuff. I'm working on a voice acting project right now that I am hoping will get off the ground soon. Very cool. <sighs> just, I'm just a busy, busy bee. So, yes, Does that's all. Does B stand for blue? <laughs> B stands for blue, and that's me. I'm Whoa! busy. Holy cow. Um... So thank you everybody for listening. Yeah. Thank you, Blue, for coming on. Thank you thank for you, having me. Thank you, Red, for making this wonderful podcast. And thank you yeah. for asking me to be your 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 podcast friend, co-host. Yeah. That's the word. And um <laughs> Your podcast friend. And, I mean the uh, two are not mutually exclusive. It's true. Um and uh yeah. So do we have a sign off yet? Did we come up with one last time? I don't think wait, yes, that's right. Be sure to drink your oval to Eden. Yes, be sure to drink your Ovaltine. <laughs> we'll see you in the next one. <laughs> All right. <laughs> That's a wrap. That's a wrap, and cheese. That is a very powerful phrase. <laughs>